violation of the Division Software Licensing Agreement. Lay down your arms and surrender your pirated license keys, and you will be escorted peacefully to an acceptable use retraining center. Do not force us to continue this pointless conflict, which producers are certain to win. Save yourself. Mom, Mom, just hang on till I get here. <laughs> no one is coming. They said the ambulance is coming. The ambulance has just got the license. They can't move. No one is coming. So help me carry her. Those bullets bit deep. Do you still think we can save her? They're going to need to hear you say it. Then you'll be my responsibility now. The city's surrounded and in flames. You're too young to shoot, but there'll be other ways you can help. Help? I am the man of the last city of Cow, and the Grand Army of the Tulian League fights beside me. The parent Altorius killed your mother, so I offer you the only help I can give you. Revenge. Hey, Alex. What do you know about this guy, Gene Roddenberry's? What's that, sir? Uh, Rear Admiral Gene Roddenberry. His name's on our dedication plaque, and I just realized I have no idea who he is. Oh, he's been around for a while. He was on the Steadfast dedication plaque, too. Chief of Staff, I think. Oh, yeah. Says that here. Huh. I guess nobody can know every admiral. Well, whoever he is, I hope we've done Rottenberry proud. Two years of exploration, 3,400 light years... 470 notable stellar phenomena, 112 sapient races, 35 formal first contacts. Nobody's put up numbers like that since Trilus Scott. Well, when you put it that way, he better be proud of us. The Singing Suns alone. The Singing Suns were worth the whole two years. Ex Astris Miraficentia. From the Stars Wonder. How long you think we'll be in space, Doc? After two years in deep space? It won't be a full RCOH, but we'll be in for a while. Why? Planning how to use all that pent-up leave time? I just want to get back out there and do it all again. Approaching the gateway, Captain. Ensign, bring us home. The gateway is responding, sir. Gateway is active. Transition in three, two... One. Confirming arrival in Union System, Alpha Quadrant. Sir, Starbase 911 LSO sends her compliments and instructs us to dock at Berth 9. By all means, Ensign Sylvest. Alpar? Melissa? Neva? Castra? Permission to take our station, sir. 
permission uh, granted. But Melissa, do you even have a- Mine's the one across from Alex. Technically, I'm ship's counselor. We just wanted to help bring the Excelsior into port, Captain. Of course. Something we certainly need an engineer for and a counselor. Maybe if the captain wasn't such a basket case. You know, I seem to recall having a few counseling sessions with you myself down in the Delta Lounge. Well, yeah. They dropped me out of a starfighter. From orbit. (laughs) Low orbit. If you'd taken that class with me, Mel's, instead of trying to drag me to that party... Wait, that's where you were that night? You told us you had an overdue use of force report. Well, that should have been your first hint. As first officer, let me assure you that Commander Yubari has never put anything aside to finish an overdue report. Oi, in her defense, didn't she turn out to be under the control of a neuroparasite that day? Hold on, hold on. Mel's... We're gonna talk about that, right? Better hold that thought, Captain. We've entered space doors. Sir, the chair's yours if you want it. Hit it, Commander. Yes, sir. All hands, stand by to dock. All decks report ready to dock, sir. Wait for it. Wait for it. And there. Engage mooring beams. Mooring beams engaged. Lock us off. Locked. Docking complete, sir. Good work, Ensign Sylvest. My pleasure, Captain. Ah, Captain. Think Admiral Parker will finally give me the pip to go with that title number one? Finally. You've been a commander for barely two years. Wait. Why ask me? (laughs) Double or nothing? (laughs) Too rich for my blood. Lieutenant Warwick, you have the bridge. Aye, sir. Huh. Sir? My pocket watch. The one Underwood gave me. The one that cheats and tells you when parties are. It started a countdown a few days ago. It's labeled the end. I assumed it was counting down to our arrival. It wasn't? It still has, looks like, maybe a week left. Weird. I hope that doesn't mean you're going to get murdered this week. Eh, it's a weird watch. Probably waiting for me to complete my report for Admiral Parker. Surprise! Gonna take a lot longer than a week. You're all coming? I didn't realize we were so eager to meet the dock commander. Umbilical! I'm only coming because I have a date with Jack. Starbase observation deck. Ooh, I wish my boyfriend took me nice places. Docking day's a lot of work for the XO. And the Chief of Operations. Sure, but... Any key work I should know about? Well, we're going to make sure the base monkeys replace your chair, sir. Oh, yeah. I heard it's lumpy. Oh, that's just because of the phaser he keeps under the cushion. It's because my chair is a historical artifact. Don't you dare replace it. And numerous unis, the phaser's supposed to be a secret. Don't worry, sir. Everyone saw it last month when you shot yourself with it. Technically, that was the one on the battle bridge. Hell, I'm old enough to remember when Joshua Underwood was going to shoot him with it. And I'm old enough to remember the time we met Captain Uhura herself and saw her sitting in the exact same chair, so if any of you so much as touches it, I will shoot you with the phaser that definitely isn't under it. Here comes the welcome team. Is that 
It better not be. I think it is. Only one way to find out. Ho there! Underwood, is that you? Why does he have so many engineers? Not engineers. They're armed. Security. Yes, it's me, Dovan. It's him. Yeah, we heard. Kestra? Jack! You made it! Captain, permission to disembark to the observation deck. Hold up for one minute. I want to introduce you to Underwood. Of course, sir. Alcar Dovan. On behalf of Admiral Parker and Admiral Tenson, welcome home. It's good to see you. And the Excelsior is still... Breathtaking. I was going to say a mess, thanks to you, but fair enough. I must admit, the Voltaire wasn't looking too much better by the last time we put in for her overhaul last week. The Excelsior's in order, ready to receive Starbase teams. My report. Permission to have off-duty personnel disembark for shore leave? I'm afraid that can't be authorized just yet. What? We got word this morning. The Perinothorius Council has declared an enforcement action. That's P-Count's double talk. You mean they started a war? On who? Who do you think? The Tulians. The quantum computers they acquired from the Excelsior collapsed the balance of power. We sent Ambassador Shira his to help, but even she couldn't stop it. Ah, Jehoshaphat. Acquired? The Tulian Islanders stole those computers from the Excelsior. I did the investigation myself. Your resources were limited, Commander. And there's no shame in that. Your own reports called it inconclusive. In light of events, Starfleet Security has decided to put its full weight behind this one. Meaning? Well, they are going to find out who helped the Islanders get those computers if they have to tear the Excelsior apart to do it. Don't you think that's jumping to conclusions? And you, Underwood? Did Parker send you to tell me because he knows I like you? No, Doban. Admiral Parker sent me because I am now in charge of the investigation. He wants me to bring him a name. Space. The final frontier. Somewhere, a star is exploding. Somewhere, a new colony is harvesting its first crop. Somewhere, there's a city made of flame, neath a sky that screams with song. The Starship Excelsior's mission is to seek them out and bear witness. That's all you need to know. Starship Excelsior. A Star Trek fan production. Starring Larry Phelan as Captain Alcar Dovan. Kennedy as Lieutenant Commander Neva. Edison Potter as Dr. Melissa Sharp. Jack Luca as Kestra Janaya. Caitlin Haney as Asuka Yubari. And Samuel Gillis as First Officer Alex Lorok. And Bear Witness by James Haney.
And did we ever get the reports from those lockers? I'll look into it, sir. Underwood! What in the nine hells is this? Well, I don't know, Dovan. You'll have to stop angrily waving it so I can read it. Personal logs of the entire engineering staff? You're seizing protected information, private information, and I want to see your probable cause on each and every individual you're targeting. Well, Dovan, I'm afraid that under the... And if you cite the Dominion War Axe from a dozen years ago... Then take it up with the Federation Council, you impossible peacock! Not with me! (laughs) You called me a peacock? (sighs) It was the first word that came to mind. (sighs) This is a good crew, Underwood, and you know that. And they haven't had real R&R at a home port since before Valandria. Lords, that feels like a baker's dozen years ago. Barely two. Uh, The old Star Cruisers used to go a lot longer than that. It should only take a few more days, maybe weeks. (sighs) And Admiral Parker couldn't be bothered to tell me this to my face? Actually... That was my doing. I was concerned you might do the same thing that I did back when I was captain of the Excelsior. Punch him in the face? Mm Mm-hmm. You may have been right about that. But the fact remains you've been here two days and turned up nothing. I would not say nothing. The improperly filed duty rosters from last year are on me. Fine. But Parker knew who I was when he hired me. And Ensign Reeves' false records really are nothing. All you've found about Tulia is that this crew was exemplary at Tulia, under very trying circumstances, and you're punishing them for it. I promise you none of them were involved. You're tearing up their quarters, reading their personal logs. People are dying in battles half a galaxy away because of what was taken from this ship a few months ago. Starfleet needs to find out exactly what happened. We already know exactly what happened. The Tulian Islanders were being incinerated by licensed division engines that were starting fires in their atmosphere. They wanted, well, frankly, needed, our computer equipment so they could crack the license keys and deactivate the engines. And you said no! And I said no because Starfleet General Orders gave me no way to say yes. Maybe I didn't explain this well enough before, man. We have a law against interfering in other societies. I pushed its limits because you're the good guys on Tulia. But we can't give you advanced technology. I'd be asking for atom bombs, Captain. We want a little machine that speeds out some numbers that will let us seize control of an illegal and dangerous technology. I'm sorry. There's nothing the Excelsior or its crew can do for you. But the Islander leader... The man. Yes, the man. He wasn't willing to take no for an answer. Underwood, his people were dying. He didn't have a choice, so he did what I would have done. He attacked. I'm sorry, Mr. Man. We'll each have to fix our problems by ourselves. Miata Axe. One more time. False! What? That's one of our phasers! Where did you- Ah! What are you doing? Fixing our own problem, Lieutenant. Security detected! Section- Ah! 
And that was that. They broke into equipment lockers with forged access codes, then blasted their way out with the stolen phaser. We can't figure out how they broke through the transporter lockout so fast. This morning, they thought it was magic. Who was on duty? Myers. Dr. Mayek is with him. Stunned. Are they okay? We were fine, but the Tulians were already on the planet using our tricorders to take over division equipment. That created enough distraction across the planet that we were able to rescue Neva and Kestra, who were being held hostage by the capital. Did I mention that? How the division licensing scheme made the capital put two of my officers on death row? Captain, do you think your sympathy for the man and the islanders affected your investigation into the attack in any way? Uh, yeah. Definitely. Would you care to elaborate on that? Depends. Are you recording this conversation for the official record? <sighs> Speak freely, Doban. If you broke into Commander Yubari's logs, you already know I told her not to turn it into a crusade. Whoever masterminded the attack, the man, one of his lieutenants, whoever, it didn't just save Neva and Kestra, but probably a lot of islanders, too. I'd happily give him one of my many medals, but Starfleet would throw him in prison instead. Yes, well... Geopolitical morality aside, don't you think we at least ought to find out how the man forged your personal access codes and hijacked a transporter? Curious? Yes. Prepared to imprison somebody for it? No, not really. Commander Underwood. Yes, Petty Officer. We found something in Waste Reclamation. Something you should see right away. Do you know what the hardest part of command is, Mr. Dovan? My guess is the chair. I've tried it out. It's not as well cushioned as they say. It's the act of taking responsibility. A Starfleet captain can think himself a hero, a god even, and no one will question him. There isn't one man in a million who can do what we do. For good or evil, a captain will always be more legend than man. But he knows better. He knows things can go wrong. Sometimes those things are his fault. Sometimes... Sometimes circumstances are beyond his control. But a captain is held responsible for everything that happens under his command, regardless of the circumstances. A captain is only human, but we hold him to the standards of God. So, what exactly have you fished out of the proverbial pipes for me, Lieutenant Commander? Three threads suspended in an anti-grav field? Ow! Okay. I'm intrigued. You should be. Those white threads aren't string. They're quantum control filaments. And the smell? Well, it is waste extraction. Ask him what it used to be, sirs. I was getting there. All right, Commanders. What did it use to be? An isolinear processing chip. The casing and cores were destroyed, but control filaments are resilient. Took months to fully break down, and they contain the chip's core logic. Jack, glad you're here with that imager. Get it hooked up for the sweep. Right you are, boss lady. I thought we stole old isolinear chips for reprogramming. How'd this get to waste extraction? Well, that's just it. 
the chip is too expensive to throw away. If you really need to, you recycle it at the replicator. But the replicator keep a log. So either someone dropped a chip in the toilet and didn't tell anyone. Or someone flushed it deliberately so it would go missing without a trace. And we're leaning toward the latter. Why? Because the filaments contain forged access codes for one Commander Alcar Dovin. Forged? Are you sure? Unless you put your access codes in an isolinear chip, corroded away the outer case in some kind of strong acid, then flush what was left. I'm not sure you're familiar with Bolian plumbing requirements, Miss Janaya, but what you just described is more plausible than you might think. We'll know in a minute. And how's that? I'll have Chief Myers explain. No, uh, no, Commander. Uh, I'd really rather you did. Really? Just trying to make you look good in front of the boss. Okay, well, some of the code segments are corrupt, but we got lucky. The metadata blocks were only scrambled, probably by whoever tried to destroy the chip. One of Neva's algorithms is unscrambling that data now. You see, each workstation on the ship saves a record when it's used to reprogram a chip. And once we know which workstation was used, the computer will check who was logged in at the time. A login could be forged too. Without another forged control chip, not easily. And Commander Yubari can check surveillance footage to see who was in the area at the time. We'll at least be able to rule out your put my codes on a chip and then accidentally flushed it down the head theory, Captain. Or prove it. You're all set up here, if you'll excuse me, Commander. I left a warp field diagnostic running in engineering that I should get back to. I can wait a minute, Jack. Don't you want to see who it is? All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. I should mention, sirs, we were very lucky to find this. We wouldn't have without the extra manpower Commander Underwood threw at us. If this thing is what you think it is, why wouldn't a forger just dump the remains of a control stick into space? Same reason Bev Roll couldn't drop that Dicosilian memory chip into space a few years ago. EVA and space dumps are logged within an inch of their lives. We have a result. Workstation K7164, Deck 22. And who was logged in at the time? Let's see his face. Bringing it up now. What? It can't be. Who is it? Jack! What am I... What did you... I... I'm sorry, Kestra. It's Chief Myers, Alex. Whoever forged my access codes used Myers' account. And from his face, Mr. Myers isn't the least bit surprised about that. Now hold on! You were the one on transporter duty that day, weren't you, Chief? We were wondering how they managed to operate it. Perhaps you helped them? I I don't know what to say, sir. Master Chief John Edwards Myers, by the authority of Admiral Athos Rourke Parker, I am placing you under arrest. What? Yes, sir. Security, please take the suspect into custody. Chief, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say... Now hold on, Underwood. I'm sure there's some reasonable explanation for this. Then you can discuss it in the Starbase Brig, because Mr. Myers is now the prime suspect in a crime that started a war. Officers, read him his rights. Yes, sir. Then take him away. Paranelthorius Council fleet has broken off pursuit. Fortunate for us. We believe in to fight another day, sheep master. No, with the council, swan fighters. 
Wada Alliance, Justin, Tadia Shipyard. Sir? Oya Niesi. Mr. Man, a battlecruiser is no place for a child. Would you kindly remove your ward from the command deck? There's a call for you from the Judah Prime Minister. Thank you, Nis. Maybe taking it in Mikwata. Before you go, Mr. Man. Strategos, how many of our brother's songs were silenced today? 19,240. And how many counts of wings be clipped in exchange? Intelligence is still preliminary, but we estimate 27,000 aboard the shipyards. In other words, we want any more questions, Sheepmaster. I taught not. I still don't quite understand, sir. Then let me make it simple, Ms. Yubari. I want you to prove Chief Meyer's innocence, quickly and irrefutably. Um, yes, sir. I'll do everything I can. But... What if he's guilty? As of this moment, Commander, that is no longer a possibility you are at liberty to consider. Yes, sir. The forged command codes can explain how the Islanders got into the equipment lockers, but we still don't know how the man got a phaser. We did a full inventory of the weapons lockers. None missing. Let's hammer that, then. The isolinear chip points straight at Jack. But it is awfully convenient. If we can prove he's been framed... I was going to say just the opposite. Find out where the phaser really came from, and we might learn the truth about the chip. Whoa, whoa. I think our leading theory shouldn't be some kind of conspiracy. There's probably some logical innocent explanation for what we found in Waste Reclamation. With all due respect, sir, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, right. You have a catalog? What was the previous record holder? Quote, belay that, prepare for an L4, unquote, stardate 59953.5. Okay, fair enough. Sir, the forensic evidence clearly establishes that Jack Myers forged your command codes a few hours before your same command codes were used to steal advanced Starfleet equipment. That equipment instantly reversed the balance of power on Tulia, and has now plunged a major interstellar power into civil war. So unless somebody else gave fake command codes to the Islanders that night and framed Myers, the chief is going to New Zealand penal for a very long time. Ah, uh, fine. Myers was framed. But focus your investigation on external suspects. Maybe the Islanders did it. Maybe a changeling infiltrator. But I made Underwood the same promise I'm making you now. No member of the Excelsior crew helped the Islanders. Captain, there are hundreds of people in this crew. How can you possibly make that promise? A little something called faith, Miss Yubari. And I will thank you to remember that when you speak about members of this crew. Dismissed. Sir, I'm certain... All of you, dismissed! <sighs> yes, sir. Damn it all to hell. If you can think of a loophole number one, I'll jump on it like a grenade. 
Right now, all I see when I close my eyes is the Prime Directive written in stone letters 20,000 meters high. I know, and you're right. It's just... A long time ago you told me if I ever have to decide between regulations and lives. Save the lives. I wasn't the captain then. You asked why I joined Starfleet. Actually, I asked whether you regretted joining. Never had occasion to, sir. Even when I lost Simon and then Bev. It was because they believed in Starfleet's highest principle. A just society must go to any lengths to defend others. (sighs) You're not talking about Neva and Kestra there, are you? I saw the bodies after the Skyfire too, sir. (sighs) My first duty is to my crew. And that includes not getting you all imprisoned. Sir. Nice salute, but relax, Chief. That's an order. Okay. So, why'd you do it? Captain, I know this looks really bad. But I swear to you, I did not give the Islanders anything... Chief, you're a member of my crew. I believe you. Don't worry about that. But you have, as you say, put yourself and me in a bit of what my favorite mother likes to call a circumstance. You didn't help the Islanders. So why'd you forge my command codes? For Kestra. Chief, lead me and my wounded directly to sickbay. Energize. Right quick. Chief Myers, where's Mr. Lorth? I relieved him, sir. I needed to help get Commander Janiah back. Where is she? I don't know. But Chief, we will get her back. Okay, you wanted to save your one true love. Understandable. First you took extra transporter duty, then you forged my command codes... What did you have in mind there? A trade? You give the man quantum computers, he rescues Kestra? Something like that, sir. But I I didn't... I know you didn't actually do it. Once I thought it through, how could I? What was happening to the Islanders was... terrible. But I can't go playing God with a whole civilization. Just little old Jack Myers making that decision by himself. You're dead right about that. It wasn't your place. Not even to think about it, Chief. Right. That's why they call it the Prime Directive. But we can have a long chat about that after you're exonerated. Go on. So, I burned the chip with xylothoric acid. Thought it would be strong enough. Nobody'd ever find the filaments. I never used the chip. Okay. Okay. That's good. Now we just have to figure out how we prove it to a court-martial board. You think it could come to that, sir? Chief, I'm not going to let this come back on you. You're not going to jail. You're not losing your career. You're not walking out of this with so much as a light fog of suspicion hanging over your head. If you go before a court-martial board, it'll only be so we can vindicate you once and for all. I promise, okay? But yes, Admiral Parker wants heads, so I think a court-martial is in our future. Oh! Captain! Kestra! Oh, good gravy! That was nice wine, too! 
Let the base monkeys clean it up, Kestra. We'll call it a down payment on what they owe us for falsely imprisoning the chief. Sir, I'll, I'll just wait until... No, we're all finished. I've still got an appointment to keep. Magic clock close to zero yet? Nah, few days to go. What are you doing here, Kestra? That's a pretty dumb question, Jack. You promised me a date on the Starbase? Well, this is the Starbase. <laughs> it's the Brig. The Starbase Brig. Kess, I appreciate it, but if you're seeing with me now... It... Mr. Myers, I understand you almost committed a galactic felony for me. Is that a... a well, are you, are you saying that is a good thing? <laughs> oh, well, if you'd actually done it, who knows? Tough choice then. But almost... Almost is perfect. All rise for the officers of the court. Order, order. This court is now in session. Be seated. Commander Alcar Dovan, the accused's commanding officer, represents the accused. Caitlin Dorr, attorney at law, will advise them. Commander Joshua Underwood represents Starfleet, and Lieutenant Ska of Talar, attorney, will advise. As to the members of the court, Admiral Tenson is away on assignment. I have therefore appointed Commodore Robinson of Task Force 86, Captain Kel Maria of the USS Voltaire, and myself, Vice Admiral Athos Work Parker, Commanding Officer, Starbase 911 Union. Hearing no objection, I will. I object! Please remember you are addressing this court, Commander Dovan. Fine, I object, sir. I served on the Merrimack under Commodore Dogface. I mean, Commodore Robinson. He had me transferred to the Virginia. I think there's a risk of prejudice to my crew member's case. <sighs> Captain Kell, your evaluation? The Merrimack was almost 20 years ago, sir. Commander Dovan and Commodore Dog... Um, Robinson... have both gone on to decorated Starfleet careers. Besides, Commander Dovan is not the one on trial here. Which is good, because I'd have to recuse myself, too. We've been friends since we served on the Tokyo. Commodore, do you have anything to add? Only that I harbor no ill feeling toward my former con officer, and I'm sorry to hear that he suspects otherwise. Objection overruled. Commander Masterson will read the charges. Chief Petty Officer John L. Myers... Present. You are charged with one count of felony forgery, one count of illegal arms dealing, two counts of theft from a military installation, and one violation of the Prime Directive in the first and highest degree. Specification that on star date 61347.7, Chief Myers did transfer forged command codes into the possession of the Tulian military leader known as the Man which the man did use to access Excelsior equipment stores and acquire advanced technology that transformed his society. Chief, how do you plead? Not guilty, ma'am. A plea of not guilty is entered. 
This court-martial stands in recess until 1430 hours. Well, that could have gone better. Where are we on the acid? Close. Science can date the destruction of the chip to within three days. Three days? We need to be able to date it to about three hours. They're working on it. What else? There's got to be another way to prove Jack never used it. Come on. Captain, may I have a word? Of course. Sir, what's wrong? What do you mean? You've been riding the crew hard on this. Too hard, sir. It's not helping, and frankly, it isn't like you. I'd throw myself in front of a phaser for any of them. That includes Jack Myers. Yes, I know. We know. We all saw you do it a month ago. Did you forget they would do the same for you? And for him? The crew? You're right. I'm sorry. Let them do their jobs, Alka. I know. They will find the truth. Can I tell you something, number one, in absolute confidence? That's what worries me. You don't believe him. You want to, but you don't. I believe Jack completely, and so do you. That's an order. Nope. Negative for fingerprints, negative for DNA, negative for exotics. Alright. Let's try the isolinear inventory logs again. Nope. We've been over them a dozen times. It's the phaser, Neva. Well, we tried figuring out where the phaser came from more like a hundred times. Yes, we did. But it's the phaser. Alright, we'll try tracing the phaser again. Right after we go through these inventory logs, okay? Neva, it's the phaser. On the other hand, maybe we should just... Oh, Spast, you're serious, aren't you? You figured something out. (sighs) The captain has the investigative instincts of a drunk Tellarite. So when he said the phaser probably wasn't important, I realized it was our best lead. And the hundred and first time thinking it over, it just... It clicked. Well, and? And now I'm trying to figure out what to do about it. Well, you could start by telling me where the phaser came from. Do you really want to know? The Tulians were going to execute you. The Islander saved your life. You bari. Fine. Where did we look? For the phaser, I mean. Every weapons locker... Every security office. We didn't have to look further. Every authorized sidearm was accounted for. Every authorized sidearm. Yes, which includes every gun on this starship. Not every gun. Sure, lost or destroyed guns get deauthorized. And yes, someone could, in theory, report a phaser destroyed and actually keep it for herself. But we thought of that. You're the one who helped us trace down every weapon on the original registry. We missed one. No, we didn't. I can show you the Nadian analysis. You're right. 
We missed two. Two? There is absolutely no way. Oh. Oh, no. Spast, no. Those have to be on the registry. They're not. I checked on my way here. The one I found was registered to the USS Tokyo, not the Excelsior, and was reported lost almost ten years ago during the last Battle of Chintaka. The one I didn't find is the one the man used to shoot Lorak and Dovan and steal the tricorders. But that was... We have to tell Underwood. No. We tell the captain. I thought you were looking for advice. And then you gave me that terrible advice to tell Underwood. And that made up my mind. So thank you. You just told me you don't trust Dovan's instincts. And if you're right about this, you're right not to. If I'm right or I'm wrong, he is the captain. We tell him first. He'll have an idea of what to do. And what if he doesn't? I outrank you. This isn't just your call anymore. You are my senior officer, Neva. And you're my friend. So you do what you have to do. But if you try to do it before we talk to the captain, and I say this with all the love in the world, I'll break both your legs before you get to that door. All right. Excelsior rule number 39. Never get in a fight with the cyborg lady. Let's find the captain. Captain's Log, Supplemental We're a few hours from the Iconian meeting planet. In my gut, I know we'll find the mapstone there. I've never had trouble falling asleep before. Once on the Merrimack, I slept six hours hanging upside down from a dilithium articulation frame just to annoy Commander Dogface. I know this mission is more dangerous than anything we've done since Gevinon. But I slept like a baby before Gevinon. If anyone asks, I'm touring the ship the night before a battle. But confidentially, I'm looking for a nice window seat, a glass of something blue, and a chance to ask myself, why am I afraid tonight? Thirty-three minutes after we run the test, the reagent sets and were able to see when the acid attacked the isolinear filaments, with a high degree of precision. And according to your tests, when was that chip destroyed? Between 2300 and 0200 hours on star date 61347. So the man couldn't have used those codes in his attack at 0612 hours, correct? Objection! Speculative. Sustained. I think I've made my point. My compliments to you and the Excelsior Science Department, Kestra. Your witness, Commander. I agree with Mr. Dovan. Marvelous work, Commander Janai. Uh, let me just get one or two things clear, hmm? Uh, you say you invented this method of dating the acid just last night? Yes, sir, we did. Have you had it validated? We sent our technique to the Manor Institute for peer review, but obviously they haven't had time yet. Well then, Admirals, I think I need to ask for a recess until the Manor Institute gets back to us. For what reason? Admiral, my job is to prove Chief Myers guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. If this new technique gives him and his forged codes an alibi, 
then I'm relieved to admit that I won't have much of a case against him. I wouldn't be so quick to give up, Mr. Underwood. With all due respect, Commodore Robinson, I have no desire to prosecute an innocent man. Lieutenant Commander Janiah, your science team invented this method for dating xylothoric acid decay last night out of thin air, didn't you? No one ever dreamed this kind of precision was possible until perhaps three days ago. We're Starfleet science, sir. Making the impossible possible is half the job description. Yet even and you admit my... your unverifiable new technique is only 90% reliable. That's not quite the gold standard in forensic science, Lieutenant Commander. Objection. Commodore Robinson is a judge in this courtroom, Mr. Dovan. You cannot object. Miss Janaya? Well, I don't know about gold standards, sir, but I we need the fight. Commander, I came up through Science Division and my first posting was aboard a crime lab. I've read your preliminary and as far as I can see, your 90% confidence should actually be about 72%. Objection! Dovan? Commodore, I am curious how far afield... Just a couple more questions, Bathos, thanks. Lieutenant Commander? I... well, I stand by my team's work, Commodore, and I'd be happy to send you what we submitted to the Manor Institute this morning. Please do. I'll wait. Uh, okay. Is it true, Lieutenant Commander, that you led this team? Yes, sir. Is it also true that you're romantically linked to the defendant? Admiral, objection! Admiral, as legal advisor, I really must agree. For the last time, Commander, overruled. Commodore, this court has accepted Lieutenant Commander Janiah as an expert witness, and our inquiry will focus on the material facts. Understood. Should we take a recess while he reviews the documents? This will only take a minute. Corporal? Ma'am? Ma'am? We have new evidence. May we enter? Court is in session, ma'am, so floor access is closed until the next recess. Gallery access is just down the corridor, if you'd like to view the proceedings from there. Well, Neva, should I break his legs? Ma'am? Nothing personal, Corporal. Line of duty. Uh-huh. Our evidence isn't going anywhere. We can wait for a recess. It's not working. It's not? It is. Despite Commodore Robinson's questionable impartiality, it's actually going quite well, Chief. Trust your lawyer. Now, Dogface is going to use this squabbling about the science to open up a crack of doubt about Chief Myers. He doesn't need a crack. He needs proof beyond a reasonable doubt. To send him to the stockade for 20 years, sure. To make a cloud follow him the rest of his career, a crack will do. Junior Lieutenant Dovan never should have beamed Dogface into the mess hall naked. Pardon? <sighs> At least not until the Kratassan delegates left. They're still going to find Jack not guilty. But that's not what I promised him, is it, Chief? Captain, I'm just glad that you and Kestra and the crew believe me. Thanks to all of you, half of Sarfleet will be on my side. You've done more than I imagined. And everything you can. No, I haven't. I haven't even done what you deserve, Jack. And it's well past time I fixed that. What's that? 
Huh. The end. Alex, give this pocket watch to Underwood, but tell him what time it says first. Your watch? But isn't this It'll make sense soon enough. Ex Astris Miraficentia, Alex. From the stars, wonder. Lords, I envy you. Captain, what are Admiral, you doing? Watching Dogface read a pad is riveting drama and all, but I can tell you exactly how the man in the Islanders stole our technology and why Chief Myers' forged codes couldn't possibly have had anything to do with it. Objection. This is completely out of order. A panel member cannot object to a witness, Commodore. All right, Commander Dovan. Why couldn't the man's forged access codes have come from the Chief? Because they weren't forged. Come in, whoever you are. Please. Mr. Man. Ah, Captain. Come join me at the window. Me was just noticing the blackened and burnt out island of Elpam and wondering how long till my island, the cow, looked the same. I didn't come here to brood. It's the middle of the night, so... What did you come for? This is a Type 1 phaser. Is that a threat, Captain? No. A gift. Stun locked. Can't kill anyone. Don't try to unlock it. It'll explode. From ya, United Federation of Planets. From me. This is the phaser I keep under the cushion of my chair on the bridge. Nobody but me will ever know about it. Is that very clear? Yabi, wearing gloves. Very astute. Continue, Captain Dovan. A pad. I've infected it with the virus. In one hour, everything on it will erase. Its contents will be replaced by a letter I've written to you on behalf of the Federation, formally rejecting your request for aid. And what beyond it till then? Security overrides. Blueprints. Transporter codes. Today's security schedule. Everything you'll need. You'll be visiting your wounded men. Alex and I will escort you to transporter roommate. He knows nothing. Nobody knows but me. Your crew would not approve. My crew would follow me to hell. But I'll be damned before I lead them there. You'll ask me once more for the tricorders. When it's time, I'll give you this signal. We have to fix our problems by ourselves. You'll have less than two minutes. Get in, get out. Nobody, nobody gets hurt. And me people are saved. Your people get a few dozen tricorders and a fighting chance. The rest is up to you. Why, Captain? We've got a funny habit, my people. We see a bunch of innocents getting dead, and we come up with excuses for why we won't help them. 
logistics, laws. A twisted kind of compassion, I guess. Then, after you're exterminated, we promise never again. I just skipped ahead to the part where you're all dead and I asked myself what I wish I'd done about it. Commander, you do realize what you're saying. Yes, sir. I do. I concealed a violation of the Prime Directive, I falsified reports, and misled investigators. Why? Isn't it obvious, Captain? Yeah. I hate to agree with Dogface, Kel, but isn't it? No. Explain yourself. Captain Kel, now- Admiral, I beg the court's indulgence as it indulged the Commodore. Very well. Thank you, sir. Mr. Dovan, the violation, I think I understand. But why the cover-up? Uh, because violating the Prime Directive is a really big crime, and I didn't want to go to jail. I do not believe that reason. Why not? Seems reasonable. For a normal person, yes. For Alcar Dovan? You remember on the Tokyo, that Vorta who said the Dominion couldn't possibly be held responsible for 800 million Cardassian dead? Gelnon. You knew Vorta were immune to poison, so you baked him a cake filled with a chemical you'd specifically calculated could act as a Vorta laxative. I was on report for a year. I almost got demoted. Yes, but why? Because it caused a diplomatic incident. Because you put your name on the cake. Big blue frosting letters from Lieutenant Commander Alcar Dovan with all due respect. I've seen you do a lot of things, Alcar, but there was never any doubt who did them. What the hell were you so afraid of this time? Respectfully, Captain, he betrayed his oath. No! I swore to protect the natural rights of all sapient beings. I also swore to obey Starfleet directives. I had to pick. The oath listed people before orders. It was correct. My mistake was covering it up. My mistake was not trusting you. But supply on the Islanders wasn't a mistake. It was probably the most good I ever did. Forget all my combat medals. And if I know anything about what Starfleet stands for, you'll do the right thing and dismiss these charges right now. Otherwise, you'll be putting me on trial for stopping a genocide. Mr. Dovan, you certainly sound high-minded now that you've been caught. Technically, I gave myself up. Thus saving a member of your crew. Interesting coincidence. Your decision to shred the Prime Directive also saved members of your crew. Tell me, when you suddenly became an evangelist for benevolent intervention, how many other options did you have left for saving commanders Janiah and Neva? Look, I'm not a lawyer. I'm a captain. Maybe you read Prime Directive Paragraph 18 Clause 3 close enough. You can prove that giving the Islanders the tools to protect themselves wasn't my duty to Starfleet. But it was my duty, all the same. 
So at this point, I don't think I'm the one on trial anymore. As a matter of fact, you never were. This is Chief Myers' trial. No, Admiral. It's yours. Admiral, I think a recess might be in order. Yes, quite right, Captain. I would like both attorneys in the conference room and Commander Masterson, if you would get the Sector JAG on comms. Aye, sir. This court stands in recess. We beat the Bluegill, sir. We'll beat this the same way, together. You're telling me in the nicest way possible that I should have told you months ago. Yes, I am. I'm sorry, number one. I wanted to protect you. That's pretty generous, since between you and me and the Chief here, how much of this is my fault? Because of my little speech about defending others? Between you, me, and the Chief here, I'm not sure I have much of a conscience, Alex. Certainly not compared to yours. I'm a very lucky man to have benefited from it. Don't thank me yet. I think I saw Neva leaving the gallery a moment ago. <clears throat> uh, sirs, if I may? Of course, Chief. I just want to say, thank you, Captain. No, and you have nothing to thank me for, Chief. I got you into this mess. Well, that's just it, Captain. You saved Kestra. But you told me, sir, not to play God. Not even to think it. You said it wasn't my place. Of course not, Chief. I'm the Captain. It was mine. There's our senior staff now. Commanders? Doctor? Sir, we had you, Captain. Dead to rights. The phaser on the bridge, the one you keep under your chair. You stuffed a rock under the cushion so no one would notice it was missing. Good. Now, no matter what happens with this trial, at least I won't have to sit on that rock anymore. Who the hell do you think you are, Captain? Mark Jameson? If the man had asked for phaser rifles, would you have handed those over too? The man held up his end of the bargain and we got you out of there alive. I swore an oath, Captain, and so did everyone on that away team, to give our lives before we interfered. Apparently, you didn't swear the same one. And what about the Islanders? Did they swear an oath too? Or are you willing to martyr them anyway? You think the Islanders are saints? You think they won't commit atrocities right back at the Davidians' deliberate ones, worse ones, to win? I'm not the one with blood on her hands. Kirk did it! Captain James T. Kirk on Planet Neural. The Klingons gave gunpowder to one native tribe, so Kirk gave gunpowder to the other so they could protect themselves. And how'd that work out for him? Do you know what happened to Neural? Or did you skip that class? Do you know why the Prime Directive is so strict now? Because the Klingons upgraded their weapons, and so did we. Onward and onward, faster and faster. In just 25 years, they learned about grape shot, trench warfare, the atom bomb. A hundred million people died. And who won? Who won? Nobody won. Maybe the few surviving oncologists, the Undertaker's Guild... The Klingon Empire was not kind, Neva. Klingon occupation back then meant military governors, chattel slavery, forced abortions, famine. Kirk gave them a fighting chance. So this is not a rhetorical question. 
After all those millions dead, who won? The Klingons or us? We know how it would have ended if they didn't fight back at all. That's not fair. People are actually dying because of what you did. You can't pretend to know what would have happened if you didn't. I have a pretty good idea. So did Brahms. That's why he blew up New Victoria. How'd that turn out for him? I helped innocents. I didn't kill them. You've always put your crew first, Captain, sometimes ahead of the rules. You taught me that's okay, and I'm grateful. But you were supposed to know that there was a line. Some rules aren't just paper. Permission to be dismissed. Granted. Yubari, your turn to ream me out? You're the captain. Hopefully. Speaking of which... All rise for the officers of the court. This court has been forced to consider a most unusual situation. The Judge Advocate General assures us that this is not without precedent, and that the civilizations that make up the Federation have had various approaches to similar problems. The charges against Mr. Myers will be dropped. Yet now we must decide what to do with Mr. Dovan while he awaits a new trial. Commodore Robinson, how do you rule? I hate to see one of my former officers come to disgrace, but he broke the law. Not any law, our highest law. And thousands of people are dead because of it. I would rule that Commander Alcar Dovan be arrested and remanded to the stockade on Jeros II without bail, there to await trial and presumably sentencing. Thank you, Commodore. Captain Kell, how do you rule? A long time ago, another captain of the Excelsior said this. I always hoped that if the choice ever came down to betraying my country or betraying my friend, I'd have the guts to betray my country. Ahead, Warp 9. That captain was Hikaru Sulu. He committed treason that day. Treason which saved the Kitamar Conference and peace with the Klingons. Commander Dovan's actions were of the utmost gravity. There will be a trial, and I do not know what the verdict will be. But I would rule that Dovan be released on his own recognizance until then, and that he remain in command of the Excelsior pending its outcome. Thank you, Captain. With the court-martial board divided, I must rule. If I may say one thing in my defense, Admiral- You may not. I would rule for Commander Dovan's immediate arrest and detention pending trial. The Jaros II stockade will be notified to send a courier immediately. Commander Dovan, you are hereby relieved of your command of the USS Excelsior. Commander Masterson, you will take the prisoner into custody. It is so ordered. Jehoshaphat. What? What's the sentence? If they find him guilty? First degree prime directive? 20 years, give or take. Captain, you, we'll help. We'll, uh, No, don't. I had to help the Islanders, but I did it this way so the rest of you wouldn't go down with me. Let me have that. If you'll please come with us, sir. Ugh. 
Even your sir already sounds different. Captain. Alex, just remember, wherever you go. There. There you are. Excelsior, present arms. Thank you, Mr. Lorak. Sir, I must insist. Lead the way, guards. Order. Arms. Alcar? Melissa? Hold. When will we... When will I see you again? I don't know. You know, this is exactly why you and me would never work. You don't date guys who start wars? I honestly can't blame you. Hey, no. No self-pity. You saved thousands of men, women, and children. Somebody else chose to start a war. You think I did the right thing? Alcar, <laughs> I figured it out the day we left Tulia. Why do you think I didn't tell anyone? So, why would we never, uh... Because... When you know you're right, you don't hesitate, you don't ask permission, and you don't give way for anything. Neither do I. And when we're both right, I don't dare imagine what could stop us. But when you're wrong... <laughs> That's never happened. It certainly won't happen if we're together, because we'd kill each other the first time it did. It doesn't work. Look, Alcar... There's a monastery on Jars too. Mendicants. I know the prior. Maybe some kind of work release? A command. That is, Mr. Dovan, if you'll join me for a moment, the committee would like a word. What? The Committee on Highly Decorated Prisoners? Sure thing, Athos. Mr. Dovan. See ya, Melissa. Thanks. Make good choices, Alcar. That's the only real power we've got. Quite the opposite, Underwood. To do nothing, that would have put the crew at risk. I put my ship at risk. I put my career at... No, never mind. I threw my career in the incinerator. But in the end, I put only one person in any danger of life, limb, or rank. Me. And if I save just one person before I get drummed out, then it was worth it. Dismissed, Commander. Dovin? Don't worry, Underwood. I'll keep your seat warm. No, of course being captain doesn't make him perfect. It just means we're in no position to judge him. We weren't in his chair. And the flag officers that just threw him in the brig? Also not in his chair. Not that day. You sure are letting us argue, Kestra. Isn't arguing with Neva the core of your friendship? I'm happy to just sit here on an empty bridge and sip my ale. Now, that's hardly fair. <laughs> and you're hardly sipping. So what do you think? Oh, I'm not brave enough for politics. This isn't politics. He violated Starfleet's highest principle. Ah, see, when people start taking their principles and drinking them, 
That's how I know politics is about to start happening to me. Sure, I'll miss the captain. I liked him. And me and Jack, we owe him one now. You owe him nothing. But we'll get a new captain. It's a big fleet. She'll be good too in her own way. Assuming we're not mothballed. We're not getting mothballed. Ah, so this is where you've all been hiding. The Delta Lounge is dismal tonight. And the Excelsior is docked and powered down for overhaul. Half the crew is on shore leave. Figured the bridge was open. Well, I suddenly have rather a lot of Saurian brandy to share. But I see you've already got- That stuff, Saurian? Crack it open, sir. Where'd you get a bunch of Saurian brandy? I walked into my quarters tonight and found several hundred cases stacked up. Well, everywhere. I may need a place to stay tonight, Neva. My couch is free. Your couch? Docking day's a lot of work for a chief of operations. I need my rest. It's a one thirty hours. Love watching you two bicker, but this is important. Who sent the brandy? Anonymous. But it must have been the captain making a down payment. He's made all those bets with me, and... I think he knows he's not coming back. Speaking of coming back, where's Jack anyway, Kestra? Asleep. Turns out being acquitted in a career-ending court-martial is exhausting. Was the acquittal exhausting? Or the celebration after? Hmm, six of one, Commander. Oh! Sorry. I didn't realize all of you. I hope I'm not intruding. Underwood! You're one of the crew, Underwood. Have a drink. Well, actually, I was hoping... Hey, he put Jack on trial! Kestra, he was under orders. Gavinon was before your time, Kestra, but Underwood proved he's one of us. Well, actually... He probably has a few good Dovin stories of his own. Come on, Underwood, have a seat. Well... And a drink, if you all vouch for him. And a drink. What's your poison, Commander? Well, you see, that's sort of the thing, exec. Look again. Huh? You called me Commander. New Pip. Captain on deck, attention... As you were, gentlemen. Congratulations, sir. Does this mean... Yes, indeed it does. Now, I know we should all spend tonight talking about your former captain. Our former captain. He earned that. However, we have a mission to accomplish first. A mission? Uh, sir? That's right. Commander Yubari, begin main computer primary boot sequence. Yes, Captain. I want to clear all moorings in two hours. Staff briefing in 20 minutes. Uh, sir? Yes, Commander. It's almost two in the morning, sir. Half the crew is on shore leave. I'm not even sure where Dr. Sharp is. Ah, Admiral Parker has approved Melissa's transfer request. She's heading to Starfleet Medical to research the wasting. Hopefully, wake up the last few victims still in comas. Dr. Mayak will be heading up the Excelsior Medical Department from today. Melissa's gone? As to the rest, Commander Neva, I can assure you it's a milk run. We're to deliver an emergency shipment of Zenite and a fresh herd of yaks to the colonists on edge at their request. There and back before beta shift. Do we have the cargo bay configured for... 
Yaks? That, Commander Neva, is in fact my question for you. Um, yes, sir. I will see to it. Exec, my ready room, please. <clears throat> Exec? Oh, that's me. Sir, the crew is very tired. The crew is moping, Commander. And they've every right to. But I suspect Admiral Parker does not want any jailbreaks, and we have our duty. How much buffer time do the lower decks currently get? Fifteen minutes. Generous. You're doing Ordovans. <laughs> Never mind. Double it. Let them grieve, and we'll launch in three hours, then. Recall what crew you can, and we'll leave the rest behind. Aye, sir. Um... Anything else, exec? Um, well, the captain told me to give you this. The captain's pocket watch. Thank you. It went back to a regular star date as soon as the countdown ended. Who told you? Dovan was under arrest. I checked it myself. You did? Yes. Mr. LaRocque, the Novacron Masters designed this watch as a gift for a specific purpose. To thank the captain of the Excelsior for saving their world. Only a captain of the Excelsior can open it. But Yubari and I... Yubari too? Interesting. We both have a lot of work to do, exec. Dismissed. Captain on the bridge. Captain, Cargo Bay 1 will be ready for yaks in 45 minutes. Engineering are prepared for initial moored thruster tests. Helm ready as well, sir. Is there anything else Janiya or I should be ready for on edge? Xenite implies a botanical plague. Well, there is one other thing, although it was probably just a computer error. Almost certainly, actually, it's just... Sir, I have been drinking just a little bit too heavily to put up with this. Well, Commander, the transmission we received from Edge, the timestamp, said star date 6217.9. But that's five days from now. As I said... Probably computer error. But why don't we find out? Helm, I believe the customary term on this bridge is... Hit it! So, being who looks like Alcar Dovan... Perhaps you would like to take off those heavy metal pits and join us. In fact, I believe this fine young human here was about to buy us another round. I was? I mean, yes, I was. Wasn't I? But not for anyone wearing their pits. You understand. Drinks are only for beings, not for officers. All right. Let me just, uh... There. Okay! <laughs> I knew you Captain's Log, supplemental to the supplemental. 
Now it seems obvious. I'm afraid I might lose all this. The licensing wars, as they came to be known, now involve 28 star systems and have so far claimed some 3 million lives. The outcome remains in doubt. Three months after his arrest, Alcar Dovan was sentenced to 16 years imprisonment. In that episode, Jack Myers was played by Sean Burgos, Joshua Underwood, Gareth Bowley, The Man, Tom Antonellis, Admiral Athos Rourke Parker, Nathan Lisney, Captain Kill, Jennifer Ann Scott, Dogface, Jeff Brackett, The Child, Sabina Haney, President Zoll, David Botcher, Shipmaster Scott Smith, Stratigos, Gary Colbom, Commander Alex Masterson, Janet Green, Ensign John Sylvest, John Boz, Caitlin Dorr, Marie Byer, Pryor, Robert Hawk, Warwick, Glenn Haskell, Starbase Marine, Joshua Peruse, Officers, John D. Ruddy and Peter Stein, Narrator, Mike Hennessy, Directed by James Smagata, Executive Producer, James Haney, Host Producers, Jim Smagata, Matthew Blondin, Jesse Farkerson, Bob Hopwood, Alexandra Whitley, Mike Hennessy, Gary Colbert, James Haney, Shane Davidson, Artwork by John Boz, Theme Song by Samuel Gillis, Full Music Credits at StarshipExcelsior.com, Slash Credits, Transcript by Peter Stein, Special Thanks, Michael Blaze, Nathan Pope, and Gene Roddenberry, Very Special Thanks, Colin Heyman, Please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. Your feedback really helps. Join other Excelsior fans for discussion and speculation in the fan-run Facebook group, Starship Excelsior, a fan group. And you, Dovan, do you feel better having said goodbye? To Rawl? I didn't know. Not to him. Then what do you... So that's what he meant. There's nothing people hate more than accurate prophecy, Triassa. Brother L, there you are. Father Pryor. Look, the Trefoil is out tonight, near Jerus Prime. I'm getting the hang of your constellations. I'm pleased, Brother L, but perhaps you had better explain it to Father Paul in the refectory. Why would... It's my night for dishes again, isn't it? Sorry. I am not certain that you are, Brother L. Order et labora. Pray and work. It is at the heart of our order. Of all order. I sense your heart remains in great disorder. Aren't you supposed to at least grab my ear first? Wrong, monks. Besides, my mother was Betazoid. Now scram, Brother L. You don't want Father Paul grumpy at Cumplin any more than I do. Starship Excelsior will return with Part 1 of Season 6, The Odyssey, later this year. And we usually release an April Fool's Day special in May or something, too, so keep your eyes peeled. Star Trek and all related marks, logos, and characters are solely owned by CBS Studios Incorporated. This fan production is not endorsed by, sponsored by, nor affiliated with CBS, Paramount Pictures, or any other franchise, and is a non-commercial fan-made audio drama intended for recreational use. No commercial exhibition or distribution is permitted. This has been an Excelsior production.